TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 70 of the Topless Robot Podcast, The A-Side. My name is Ryan. Side A. Yep. Hey, I'm Ty, and uh, this is, since this is episode 70, it's the Golden Oldies uh, one. You know, pretty soon we're going to be on the decline, uh, and uh, at, at probably episode 92, this whole thing will just disappear from the internet and we'll die. Yeah, but then we'll get the blue album. I hope not. Uh, introduce yourself. Hey, hi, my name is Neil Patterson, a.k.a. Neil P., a.k.a. Nebo, and I'm a dude, and I'm here with my friends, Ryan Shrimp and Ty. Hi. My name's Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Rob and I played uh, together for five years in a band called Downtown Brown, and that's how we... well, that's kind of how we all know each yeah, other. Yeah, I met I met all of you gentlemen through. I mean, we met Rob through Downtown Brown too. So it's fun. yeah, I used to come see him before I joined the band. Yeah, yeah. I met you because you crashed at my house. Yeah, we played out with the uh, Psycho Stick. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I met tw- you because uh, we played a show with you. You were nice enough to to. Uh, you know, let us on that show, I think. I can't remember. I know I reached out to you. I don't know if it was up to I me, was it? reached out to Darwin. So I reached out to you and I was like, hey, we've got, you know, these friends in common and I've got this new band called Sparkle Fuck. We'd really love to play with you. Okay. And I can't remember if you put us on, like asked for us to be put on that show. Or was it Darwin when we were headlining at the Frequency? Yeah. Okay. Remember, because it was, uh, uh, so our first show together was... Um, Sparkle Fuck, uh, Downtown Brown, and Fan Off Bird Safe. That oh. drummer that had the stupid, ridiculously sized kit. Were they the first band or the yeah, second they were, band? Or no, I think we were the first band. We would have had to have been. Or no, they were the first band because of the drummer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we met because, you know. Well, and that's what I was explaining on a recent podcast of mine is that you a chance occurrence turns into a lifelong friendship and, yeah and it's happened to me so many times a countless number of times some of the, my favorite people in the world i just met on accident one night on tour and they were like hey come stay over at our house and next thing we know it's like like we've known each other for 10 11 years hell yeah and that's yep. the way it works and that's why music is awesome because you know, if you, you uh, find people with common interests in different cities and you realize that you're not so alone, there's nerds everywhere. So. Yeah. Yeah, but, dude. I mean, at this point, what? We've been friends for eight years, I think. Because uh, I think the first time we played together was 2012. I, I want to say, like, Ron, It was. I, I want to say it was like 09. It was what? definitely not 09 because Sparklefuck wasn't together in 09. Okay. Sparklefuck so, formed in... 2010 or 2011. So the earliest that it could have been is 2011. Um, I do have spreadsheets of <laughs> of all these gigs. I have get, the documents. Yeah, no, get to starting the bottom of this shit. No, starting in 2011, I started documenting every single show we played because I, you know, I'd been uh, maybe like two or three years sober at that point, and I started getting organized. Um, so I could access the document <laughs> i don't know what fucking year it was but we've known each other i mean if it's 2020 i mean we've known each other at least like eight yeah, or nine years eight or nine sure. years it's crazy you guys but, are yeah. old souls basically like it doesn't matter how long you've known each other you just like you connect on a molecular level mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's, he's, my, I, he's my brother when i when we <laughs> he, he, said, he felt like when, for a second there it's like you're like it's like i don't want to connect on a molecular <laughs> level anymore when i go to bed at night i know he's there with me yeah yep. no matter yep. how much space it physically is in between us one time uh, neil was making a, a like a pot like a clay pot and he could feel ryan's aura behind him <laughs> helping him shape the pot mm-hmm. so uh i oh, guess there. i should technically explain what's going on for uh listeners who uh, are really confused uh as to where dan and uh, brooks and tyler are uh though uh Rob, they've been replaced by a better tyler Rob, one that doesn't need l-e-r at the end of his name one that has has one that keeps it close and actually kind of weirdly 
Rob's a great feeling for Dan. Like he's got the look and the demeanor. Uh, Ty's a great feeling for Tyler. Yeah, uh, and is uh, just a little too enthusiastic. About Give me things. back my name. Give me <laughs> back my, name. Back my name. son. And and Neil's a great feeling for Brooks because uh, you just say some of the weirdest random shit sometimes, and it's fucking great. So yeah, we're the new crew. Get used, to, get used to it. Yeah. We'll see you next week. So, um, uh, Ty, uh, myself, and Rob uh, are uh, out here for Nam. Uh, Neil just lives here, yeah. and uh, so the podcast crew is uh, back home. And uh, so this is one of two podcasts that we're releasing uh, at Nam. We already recorded the other one. Um, but this is side A because this is the more familiar style setting. We weren't able to to do that with the other one. So this yeah. is also a low energy podcast because we're at the end of now. Oh yeah, and we're like super fucking just absolutely tired. Yeah, and, I got two hours of sleep last night. You know what? We had a huge house like, party. Like, speak for yourself, dudes, because I just drank fucking three cups of that Starbucks <laughs> over there. So. Yeah, you can't stop moving. You guys can be... Yeah, I'm like sitting here just... That's <laughs> like I should have drank half of that or something. <laughs> I didn't... Well, if... <laughs> no, because this is what happened. I poured a cup and I'm like, there's not much left. It turns out there's like a whole cup. And then, yeah, there's not much left in it as he keeps pouring. He's like, maybe... Nah, it was, <laughs> he said nah, I could have nah, it. Now there's definitely not. That he said much I could have it. He could have just been like, "I want the rest," <laughs> and I would have been like, "Okay," because that was the deal. But he said I could have it, so I ended up having like two large glasses of coffee. <laughs> Neil's like the Jesus of coffee, and he's like, "Oh, there's only enough to feed one of us." Wait, <laughs> and one of us by I mean one, I mean me. <laughs> um, and so uh, Ty here is in hey. a band called uh, Lords of the Trident. Yep, we're the and- most metal band on earth. Uh, we do fire and explosive and confetti and also music sometimes uh and we have a a, a youtube channel lords of trident.com uh where there's extra fire on everything um make sure if you go to it uh he's not you, lying you have to use the most metal browser that you have which is clearly google chrome because there's no other browsers that are named after a metal yep. otherwise your computer might melt so like i'm just telling you ahead of time <laughs> dell <laughs> dell already has like an extended warranty program for people who've checked out lords of the trident music without fucking using chrome so so don't, you know, we're not liable is all I'm saying. But yeah, Lords of the com, YouTube.com, South Lords of the Trident. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Reverb Nation. We're on uh, Pornhub. We're on all, all the all the different ones. You know, we're, we got. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got uh, Neil here uh, with uh, Downtown Brown, uh, yeah. the, the singer, the guitarist, <sighs> the everything of Downtown Brown, except mm-hmm. drums and bass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Rob uh, from uh, Hell Yeah, Dude. 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 No, we just put out a new record called Yeah, Dude. (laughs) That's on Spotify and all that. We're like a, a weird Frank Zappa punk band with a singer who sounds like a male Janis Joplin. Hell Yeah. Hell Yeah, Dude. Hell Yeah, Dude. Yeah, Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, and the name's spelled all stupid. It's E L L. Yeah, D E H D. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. All right, let's get back to the regular topless robot content. Number one, the crisis in Ukraine. How do you feel about it? <laughs> uh, I live like the the bubble I live in right now. I'm not even aware what's going on in Ukraine. Oh no, I was just uh, it's it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was a, it was a poorly we sometimes, placed joke. No, because I'm ta- like I'm down to learn about stuff. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a spongy guy. <laughs> like I'm, my base knowledge is pretty low, but if we start talking about something, I'll retain a good amount of it. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, we we do usually kind of uh, touch on the uh, nerdier topics, but I think that would uh, probably just be me and Ty nerding out over. over <laughs> I mean, we all thing we all grew up you're, like consuming a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, you know? you're nerdy. I mean, I don't know. Like, as far as the the nerdiness of now is concerned, I'm a little yeah disconnected. You know, I don't I don't so, like I don't play video games now. I don't. Uh, I mean, I do watch a lot of YouTube. I don't uh, know. Does that constitute as being nerdy? I don't know. Yeah, what, sure. What's nerdy? Well, so for example, programming. You know, this uh, guy knows about SEO. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty nerdy. 
Elliot cool. Elliot. Get us some hits. Elliot. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> is your website utilizing WordPress? Because <laughs> yes. if so, it'll increase your SEO, whatever uh, that means. So, uh, are you familiar with Cyberpunk 2077? No. It's a new game that everyone's been incredibly hyped for. Yeah. Uh, is Travis Barker on the soundtrack? No, no, but Keanu Reeves is in it. Oh, yeah. okay. I did see the trailer yeah. that everyone that everyone flipped and out about. I think the soundtrack is done by The Damned. Oh, that's cool. Now, this is my question. In the video game, like Keanu Reeves, his likeness appears and his voice, both? Yes. Yeah. So, he plays himself or a character? He plays a character. He okay. plays a rock star in that universe. Now, in this video game, does he go, whoa? <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't I'm know sure. yet? No. It's not it's out yet? It's not out yet. Okay. So, that's the news is it was going to be coming out next month, I think. Next month or March. And it got pushed back to September. As long as at some point in the video game, it does a close-up and he takes off his sunglasses and he goes, whoa. He already, they already do, in the trailer, they have him squat down and takes the sunglasses off. And he goes, whoa. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he goes, actually. Does he go, excellent. <laughs> do they do the air guitar? Oh, like no, he's, wild state. he will Stallion, be. Though. Yeah, he will yeah, be. Yeah, Bill and Ted 3. Yeah. yeah Bill and Ted just, face the music. It's in, currently in production. Uh, they just wrapped. Oh, they wrapped. Uh, okay. They shot, I'm ready. They shot at the original Circle K. Oh, that's in, amazing. In Arizona, yeah. in Tempe. <laughs> oh, the original. Okay, is that where they shot in the 80s? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when, when Rufus came down, George, yeah, rest yeah. in peace, George oh, Carlin. Rest in peace, George rest in peace. I got to see George Carlin live uh, before he passed. And he was in kind of rough shape, but it definitely was amazing to see a legend God, live. It would be incredible. Yeah. And my uh, my buddy had like a bunch of money to burn at the time. And he, he's like, oh, you want to go see Carlin? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then, yeah. we went, then when we went, we mobbed out there. And saw I, uh, I've, I've only gotten to see Bill Cosby. Are you being serious? <laughs> yes. You've seen Bill Cosby yes. live? Wow. In cool. Jacksonville, Florida when I was young. You're like, I've only seen Bill Cosby and it was two weeks ago and it was a very tense audience. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's been in jail for a minute. Yeah. He really has. Yep. Well, yeah. fuck he's, that guy. He's going to die in jail. Yep. Jello. Well, R. Kelly's in jail. Bill Cosby's in jail. There's some justice out there. Yeah. I mean, maybe I a mean, speck. A little. What do you think his jail name is? Puddin' Pop? because <laughs> you you know like you know that he would have like a fucking like everybody needs a jail name well I, okay that's a great 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 topic like what's everybody's jail name i don't know i don't know i don't think about these kind of things uh, i can't even speculate I'm, i would i would i would want to have i would want it to be something like a very weird non sequitur like hey it's insulation jones yeah <laughs> you know? why do we call him that well one time he found the fucking insulation on the ceiling and he made a wine out of it like toilet right. wine <laughs> he's drinking the insulation yeah. wine insulation jones it yep. sounds like it'd be toxic to consume oh, well yeah insulation i mean, wine. I mean yeah. Yeah. Pruno, when when pruno is toxic to, to consume when you're what, when you're in jail wine? though yeah pruno that shit will kill you that's what what toilet wine is uh, pruno yeah, yeah. Huh. it's that it's a mix of prunes and, and drano it's sounds delicious <laughs> i'm gonna try some yeah yeah that's a yeah. good album title. I'm shaking a lot. Like, I'm very, like... Yeah, so uh, you have a podcast. Yes, I do. Called Subcast. It's called Subcast with Neil P. <laughs> <laughs> you should do, like, a like a really intense zoom in on his face like, yeah, in right. that silence. Stop well, it, making me... Don't make me do post-production. God damn it. Post-production is where it's at. But no, <laughs> post is... I mean, I don't know. Like, to each their own, but I think a, a little bit of post-zooming um, can... It, Add to the effectiveness of Absolutely. video content. I don't have time. This shit's going live you're, tomorrow. Oh, you're a busy guy. Whatever. Oh, it's going live tomorrow. That's how quick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It uh, takes me like my production time for my podcast is I film it and then it's out like probably a, a week after filming it. Just because. Yeah. Because most of the time we end up talking about nerd news. If we wait a week, it's no longer relevant. Uh, uh, see what we do for our podcast. I just talking about my feelings. We do it live. <laughs> And then so that we can get like people, you know, donating to get, give us money, like take off our clothing. Do you do Twitch? No, no. We just do YouTube live. And, okay. And, uh, and like no joke at, on our, um, on our, on our Halloween spooky cast or try to cast spooky cast. Uh, we, we were going through this like gift basket that this, this woman sent uh, us. She's like a big super fan. And she sent us like, like underwear. And I mean, oh. like. 
you know, they were nice. They were nice. And it was, it was kind of, it was like Chicago themed. Oh, like we just played in Chicago and she was from Chicago. So she's like, here's some Chicago themed underwear. And I'm like, yo, uh, real talk. If the, if the chat drops $50 in super chats, I'll go put this underwear on and that's all I'll wear for the rest of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then boom, instantly 50 bucks. I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yep. So, so like you could do, you know. You're like in Chicago style underwear. Never, it's just covered in deep dish. Oh, so never do that. Never, never dare your audience to pay you. No, I mean, I wasn't mad. So on YouTube, on YouTube live streaming, like they have the option to tip you and whatnot, like Twitch. If you do, yeah. pu- if you do public, they can do like mm-hmm. these super chats. So you, you spend like any amount of money or like an amount of money that you can set. And then in the chat, it'll come up in these in big, giant, colorful and a super bold. And it's like 24 point, you know, point font. And it just stays in the chat for a while. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So then, what the username stays in the chat? No, like whatever they, ch- whatever they chat in there. Yeah. So it could be like you guys are super hot, twenty four dollars, and it'll just like stay there for. Oh, so it's like a comment. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's a chat, but it's super. But it's super. super Yeah, it's it's bold. It's in your face. Colorful. It's colorful. Yeah. Is there? Is it animated? Is there like little sparkly things? We've added in like code that that whenever we get like a super chat or a subscriber. Things come up and it's like, blah, 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 blah. yeah. <laughs> Psycho Sticks uh, live webcast that they do on Twitch is like really, they're really, yeah. Good. We're, yeah. we're going to be on that in like two weeks. Amazing. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun doing that. Uh, shouts out to all the Psycho Stick boys and Murph. Yeah. yeah. What's up, y'all? Kooks. We love Psycho y'all? Stick. What's up, y'all? Hey, how you doing, guys? The boys. The boys. The boys. We so, love them boys. So, supple, beautiful boys. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, rippling. Rippling in the sun. Rippling, beautiful sexy, boys. Sexy, beautiful boys. <laughs> All right. So, this seems like a good opportunity to tell that story. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, this whole weekend, right? Ryan and I have been have been saying that. Gorgeous, supple, beautiful boys glistening in the sun. You didn't tell it on the other on the on No, side, I didn't tell, uh, I didn't tell it. No, no, okay. I didn't tell So, like, um, through a weird series of cir- circumstances, are you guys familiar with the Canadian heavy metal band from the seventies named Thor? Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, you are? John Michael Thor. Yeah, John Michael Thor. Yeah, I met him at a record shop in Ferndale recently. So, f- through a weird series of coincidences, mm-hmm. um, a friend of mine asked me to Zombie Nightmare do some. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I do <laughs> Adam West. Sorry, <laughs> a, a friend of mine. See, I know nerdy shit. Yeah, I mean, Mystery Science Theater did uh, uh, a zombie nightmare. And, yeah, and John Thor plays the zombie, but in the very beginning, he looks like just a greased up Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, and playing and playing a. <laughs> I like the ting sound. Yeah, they they like Mike and the bots definitely gave it to him pretty yeah. hard. So I uh, so I keep interrupting you. That's okay. Uh, through a weird set of coincidences, I uh, got asked to do some guest vocals for like this project of a friend of mine, and it turned out that it was it was Thor. Yes, because uh, like he he was Thor's guitar player, and, and without going into too much like nitty gritty detail, I ended up singing on two of Thor's albums. Yes, and, uh, and like, and then we, and then we got to play with it, like, and then I saw Thor a bunch, and we got to play with her. We actually were. Did he out. bend the mic stand? Uh, he didn't bend the mic stand. The first time I saw him, he bent he bent a big steel bar. Yeah, with, with his teeth, it was awesome. The dude is he's ripped, very strong. He's super ripped. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not as like bodybuilder jacked as yeah, he was in the eighties, no. but the dude could definitely crush your head he's with dad bare hands. He's yeah, dad jacked. Dad jacked. Yeah. <laughs> so like, fuck yeah, Thor, dude. So uh, we were hanging out with Thor Wednesday night. He was getting inducted into the heavy metal hall of fame. Okay. Uh, and, and so at Nam. Uh, no, it, it, it was, was yeah, happening, happening at roughly the same. It, it was Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, it was. It's not uh, affiliated with Nam, but around. But it happens at the same, same time. time. Yeah. Oh, it's in so, LA. Yeah, yeah. So we were. It was. It's like a. It's like a, a mile or so away from like the whole convention center area. So we went down there, and like Steve Vai was inducting Joe Satriani, and Joe Satriani was inducting Steve Vai like at the same time. They're like, here you go. Oh, you know, who inducted Thor? Uh, Thor was not like an on on stage inductee oh bullshit i know so um so on the way down right i was explaining to ryan who had no idea who thor was like all about all the stories about like how i know thor 
and like all the weird, crazy Thor stuff that you see him doing on stage and shit like that. And the last time we played with Thor was in Minneapolis in uh, April of last year. And the dude is like, I love his stage show, but man, sometimes the dude says the weirdest things that you're like on stage in between songs when he kind of like meanders and loses and like, like kind of loses the thread, you know, like one of the, for example, he was like, he was like, uh, and he, and he always does like when you talk to him, he talks normal, you know, or he talked normal to us, but when he's on stage, he kind of does the wrestler voice a little bit like this, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, uh, back in Vancouver, there was a, there was a beach that was a nude beach where I would go and there were ladies, uh, and I would expose myself. <laughs> anyway, good this, banter, Thor. Good banter. This, this yeah. next one is called, you know, kill to die. You know, and you're just like, what, 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 you know, because so, all of most of the song titles are like Viking type stuff. Like oh, yeah. T- talking oh, yeah. about broadswords and all, all that man of war type stuff. Right. 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 Yeah. But, but that's, a, that's a weird uh, sequitur into. A song about like riding a horse. Like right, I used to right. expose myself to the ladies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the one thing that he did that yeah, completely Thor. stuck with us was like, oh he, yes, he was. I know where this is going now. He was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, yes, he was introducing. Yes. He was introducing his his backing band. He's like, look, these are. This is my band uh, on bass. <laughs> on bass, Ted Jedlicky. <laughs> and on uh, on the guitar, John Libel. And these are my friends from like this this uh, Minneapolis band, Donna Valor, and they're playing with Thor now. You know, John Libel and on drum, you know, blah 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 blah. It's like. Look at these gorgeous boys. <laughs> these are beautiful, gorgeous boys. Their mothers must be proud, these gorgeous boys. Oh. Look at my boys. Look at these gorgeous, gorgeous <laughs> boys. You know, and we're like, we're like, maybe, oh, Thor, maybe use different, like a different phrase than like, look at my beautiful, gorgeous boys. <laughs> you know? And so like for the rest of like the rest of the ride home from the from the fucking venue, you know, we were like, you know, look, we we're just taking it to the next level. We're like, look at here, here's these beautiful, gorgeous boys, muscles taut rippling in the sun sweat dripping off of their tight muscles these gorgeous beautiful boys these sexy taut rippling boys never mind the whole drive home now here we are however yeah. long later still, oh, we still doing do it. it we still talk about it and you know anytime anybody says the word boys it's like gorgeous beautiful boys these beautiful sexy wonderful boys gorgeous flexy boys bendable boys sometimes the those tour inside jokes stick with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. what's a tour inside joke that you have? Uh, fucking cupcakes guy. Uh, we were in Cleveland and we were playing with all these new metal bands, and then this dude's like, he's all pumped. He's like, "All right, where are my monsters at? I want to see them going." And then like, then he goes back and grabs something, and he grabs like a thing of Hostess cupcakes, <laughs> and then he's like, still intense. He's like, "All right." Who wants cupcakes? And then so we would just say like anytime we would see a band like that, it would just be like, Who wants cupcakes? <laughs> is there more to that or is that how that went? That's what well, I that was it was definitely like the <laughs> mid two thousands, so new metal had yet to like really die out. And especially in Cleveland, yeah, like, for some reason yeah. in Cleveland, Ohio, it's still nineteen ninety eight. I don't know if it is anymore, but it was nineteen ninety eight for like seven years in Cleveland. <laughs> you could because I don't know, that's where mushroom head is from there's yep. like there's a lot of like tough guy metal bands um but shouts out to mushroom Head. we know the guys that are in it now so no no disrespect to mushroom Head. but anyway yeah uh, peabody's tough guy metal and the dude referring to the audience as his moshers like like they were his special little moshers that was pretty funny it was, <laughs> but it, special little but moshers. it was like <laughs> but these tough guy metal bands it was like during the breakdown of the song where it gets kind of slow before it like really picks up again and he just like was like before it was about to kick back into the but he's like who wants cupcakes? And, and Harry, like someone's mom has a new metal band. Who wants cupcakes? Yeah, but it, you know, yeah, that's Cleveland for you, or that was. I mean, that was a long time ago, but yeah, that was mosh for it. You no, know, yeah. Where where are my moshers? My little at? moshers, my sweet little moshers. You better mosh for these. That was cupcakes. the moment. Yeah, there's, there's. I mean, I think really. 
a lot of the uh, vernacular, it doesn't even necessarily have to be an inside joke, but there's words that are repeated a lot on tour. And ma. We, yeah, the ma, like we call each other ma instead of man. It's like a really lazy way of saying <laughs> so like half ma. that shit comes from Bobbins. Yeah, well, Bobbins made up ma. So ma. So we were on tour with Polka Dot Cadaver and Psycho Stick. And were you on that run? I wasn't on the Polka Dot Cadaver run. Which no. one were you on? The- uh, Fun Gone Wrong. Oh, you were on that one. But yeah, so Ma was already going strong. But Ma, so Ma, Ma, so Ma. And, and when we'd go shopping in the grocery store and we'd like lose each other, just all of a sudden you you hear off in the distance, Ma. Ma. <laughs> Follow the mall. Uh, and another great one from uh, from that tour was, and I'm risking the fucking copyright strike. Oh, why you got to be so rude? Yeah. Well, at the time, uh, there's a Canadian band called Magic, and their name is spelled Magic with an exclamation mark, so they're called Magic, and they had the, <laughs> they have a SoCal reggae infused pop jam about asking. A father of your significant other to like, I'm gonna marry her anyway, even if I don't get your approval, yeah. dad. I'm gonna <laughs> marry her anyway. I wonder if, like, if we actually sang the song, if you'd actually get a copyright strike. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's why a lot of people uh, uh, who are professionals producing content on youtube have a policy that they will they cannot sing they will not sing dude the algorithm the algorithms and the bots man they're on they're on fire they yo his on. his cover of uh uh beyonce's oh, yeah, we diva got about flagged that. got uh, uh and not this. and not just flagged but like okay so when you do a cover right you can you can buy a number of licenses through the Harry Fox agency so that you are above board. So like, you know, if somebody does a cover of this thing or the other thing and they put it on YouTube, it gets flagged and monetized and the money goes to, you know, the artist instead of you or the, well, not the artist, more like the fucking agency that represents Yeah, yeah, yeah. the representation. But if you like ahead of time buy, you know, like for instance, like we did, you buy like 5,000 streaming licenses, right? Then your content can be viewed 5,000 times and the money will still go to you because you've already paid for the, the right to use that to make a cover, right? Um, and the, the weird thing was, you know, the interesting thing was, is like we, we did this Beyonce cover and we thought, okay, this is either going to blow up huge or it's going to fizzle out and it's going to do nothing. And it pretty much like fizzled. I mean, it, 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 it did okay, right? But it didn't like blow the fuck up like we thought it was going to. And we bought 5,000 licenses and we're like, okay, well, if it gets close... We'll just buy some more right before we hit 5,000. And, you know, a year ish goes by and we, it, you know, it's sitting at like 4,000, whatever uh, views. And uh, I, and we forgot about it, you know. Um, and interestingly enough, I got, I got one day out of the blue, just boom. Hey, uh, just so you know, you know, your, your thing has been claimed by, you know, EMG Music Group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right claim. It's, yeah. not, it's not a strike. It's, just it's not a, a strike. Right. It's just, just like, hey, just we're going to... Hey, no more revenue for you. Yeah, you're, we're, you're, we're going to run ads and all the ad revenue is going to go to these this, this people. Yeah. I went and looked and saw what the, the view count on it was. 5,001. Yeah. You know? And so it was like, they must have had a fucking bot just waiting on that music yeah, video. Yeah, it's ruthless, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the future is now and robots control the YouTube. <laughs> Are we going to see how many copyright strikes we can get? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Let's try no. it, yeah. Let's yeah. just sing a lot of popular songs. Oh. Yeah. Let's uh, sing I mean, Panic at the Disco next. It's not like I, you know, we make any money doing this no. or anything. But I mean, somebody once told me that the the, the, the world podcast shut, is fuck, great. Shut, God, podcast. Somebody fucking, once told me that this podcast God, is great. Fucking t- God damn it. Yesterday, Ty. all of this oh podcast God, uh, didn't. Ty. It was good. Hey, I didn't sing anything. I don't know what's happening. He's the worst. (laughs) Yeah. What are you talking about? He's he's threat half threatening to sing. No, no. It's day five. It's day fucking five of Nam, and I can't sing. And 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 that was evident when they pulled me in to the mute to the to the booth to sing. So you guys know you guys know the Dio song uh, they did for Hearing Aid, like We're Stars, (laughs) right? You know, right? So they did like a We Are the World, but they brought in all the metal dudes. Oh yeah, you know? okay. And uh, and so we're doing a remake of it. Nice with all the all the singers that were at Nam. And very very last minute, the person organizing it was like, "Shit, somebody dropped out. Ty, can you come and sing like a stem, 
of this song. I'm like, fuck, yes, I can. And then I was like, wait, I've been shouting at the top of my lungs in 120 decibel rooms for the last five days straight. You know, so I get there into the vocal booth and I'm like, where's the you know, well, I'm sure you did all right. Yeah, I probably did fine. But I'm going to send her like a, a new take tomorrow. I feel like singers are, never <laughs> are at their best. I feel like there's always some shit. Oh, we're there's, not. There's no yeah. such thing as, yeah. A, yeah. as the best. I feel, like the, I feel like the only person that sings at their best is Celine Dion. And that's because she has like temperature and like a climate controlled stage, like yeah. humidity <sighs> controls and whatnot. You know what I heard, about, you know what I heard about Celine Dion? You know what I heard about Celine Dion? Uh, she so she's amazing. She well, she is amazing. But like, she did a uh, she did like a residency in Vegas for like I don't know a year, and um, she was so serious about not using her voice at all. And she didn't talk. She didn't talk to her during the husband. Day. Yeah. And they developed, they learned sign language so they could huh. talk to each other. Wow. Yeah. And that's not bullshit. That's How many real. shows a day would she do when she was doing the Vegas residency? Like two, I think. Well, that makes sense. You probably need to shut up if you're going to be singing two like full length shows oh, yeah. Yeah, a no day. Shit. No kidding. But like, you know, man, you go all the way to make So her, her husband, I don't think is alive anymore. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Horner. No, it wasn't Paul Horner. The guy's name is Rene Jean-Paul Oh, yeah, Rene. Oh, oh, Paul Horner just did the soundtrack to... Uh, it was James Town. Horner. Or James Horner, that's Don't right. ask me how I know that, but I did own the, the CD version. <laughs> <laughs> I like the music. Yeah. I like the music. I, I think, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get flagged again, dude. <laughs> I just said near far. That's all I got. That's all you need, man. <laughs> yeah. But um, what was I going to say? James... Well, the thing is, is immediately when I thought it was like... She didn't communicate with her husband or whatever. I was just thinking, like, like, what if, like, during the residency, he was on his deathbed, and she's like, "I would like to say something, honey, but I have a show tonight, so I'm going to sign language yeah. you to you to the grave." Just a weird, <laughs> weird thought. Sign language, sign language, sign language you, you to the grave. To the grave. Yeah, be like goodbye, honey. <laughs> I have a show tonight. <laughs> but what I don't if, think. What she, if that's the new? What if that's the new breakdown culture in the future? Is like you know, there's like. Chung, chung, and this dude's like sign language like fuck you dad <laughs> well i mean you've seen some concert footage of aggressive yeah signers like yeah while a concert is going oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like a heavy band like system of a down and i think there was a woman doing the sign language and like all yeah. but very emotively doing yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah it's very impressive yeah like no joke like that shit's fucking cool because it's like if you can't hear the actual music you would like for someone to be conveying the sign language with the same amount yeah, of intensity. Right. You know? I think yeah. they should add that into a live show that then like, you know, it's like there's something different about the live show that you can't hear right. on the record. Like you can only experience it live. It's an energy. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, Absolutely. So every time I'm talking about my, my dick, dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would like for someone to really emote what I'm trying to convey with their sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a you're a fairly emotive person with your body language anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like you could you I feel if you I think watching you, someone someone who's deaf would probably still really, really enjoy oh, God. <laughs> Be like, I wonder if he's gonna have an aneurysm. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love watching your shows just because of like you you know, like oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. God damn, like fuck. You know, the first time we played with you guys, um, I, I had heard stories, you know, from other people. And then you came out and I was like, this is the fucking shit. I love this. Like, yeah, you know, because there's so many, there's so many like singers and stuff that just do, that just don't perform, yeah. you know? And then when you come across a, like a person who's as, as, as in on like the performance as they are on like the, the, the music. You mean when like you that, come across a front man? A front man. Yeah. When you come across someone else who's like super dedicated to being a front man, like then, yeah, it's, it's just like, uh, warms the cockles of my heart. And I don't even know what those are, but like it does. I think what it is, I think what it is really is, I don't even know if I necessarily would consider myself a musician. Like I, I kind of put myself in the, uh, here I got it. Sorry. I can't look at me. I'm the Ryan now. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm a voice actor, and apparently I've got a nice butt. Let's see what this butt sounds like. 
Oh, yep, there it is. All of this is staying in the pocket. That's a beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous butt. Sexy butt. Yeah, well, he has to talk. He has to talk about the rest of the podcast. So, but what I was saying is, I think what it comes down to is, I, I'm not as into the music as I'm into the performance. Like that's why I do what I do is because I get off on getting up in front of people and just like completely freaking out. It's yeah, a, it's a form of therapy to me. And really, the music is secondary to me being able to, to like to emote and communicate with a group of people and try to try to garner a reaction. Right. Like that, that's. That's why I keep doing it because that's when I feel the most free. That's when I feel the most connected to my inner self is when I'm just losing it. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, and that's why. That's why even that show we most recently did in Madison, like I had completely lost my voice. Yeah, but it's like I'm like fuck it, dude. Like I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna still do what I do. It just isn't gonna be. There's not going to be notes, right? Or, uh, <laughs> it was well, uh, but it worked. The people it had was a blast. Great, it was fantastic. People had a blast. And uh, when we were on the road with uh, Psycho Stick on that run in Erie, Pennsylvania, where that in that uh, BT transmissions, were you there when? Yeah, when I broke my guitar because yep. uh, the drum riser was too high, yeah. and you went to go step up onto it, and you fucking planted, and it was the last song. It was Skate or Die. You broke the headstock off of your guitar and uh-huh. just turn around and walk back, you know, walk out and, and the song had just started. It's all, it's all on YouTube. Someone posted it. <laughs> so I watched you it recently. fucking drop the guitar, grab the mic and start doing the guitar line with your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, I started singing. Yeah. But then those kids caught me. Like I, I straight up, yeah, like, I did a stage dive. That was fucking great. And, and I, I think at the time I probably was like waiting at like two twenty or something. You remember, remember when we were on Warped Tour and I weighed like two hundred like forty pounds and I still would crowd surf for those kids, yeah. those poor kids. I would just be all naked and sweaty <laughs> all over. Yeah. Wearing like basketball shorts with no underwear. Oh, right? terrible. Oh man, good times. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you remember when you were we played Toledo and he tried to jump off a chair and bash his head into a girder like it was a left <laughs> and then went to do a guitar solo on a pool table and split his pants. Yeah. <laughs> was that the same show? Yeah, I think that was different shows. So, no, I remember that you were. Oh drunk my god, all the time, I had something. I had something very similar happen. Like we we were we were uh, opening for Skeleton Witch and Three Inches of Blood, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. shit, uh, yeah. we gotta we gotta like make a good impression because this is a big fucking show. And so at the time, I didn't have real leather pants. I just bought like pleather. Like I bought <coughs> ladies ladies pleather pants size 13 and a half like that was me you know like live your truth that's me and uh, and and like i go you know we go out there and they look all good they're not all like shredded up like the other fucking ones i've got and i go for like the first you know we're the first song and i do this fucking high kick and (laughs) and the butt just splits wide open and so for the rest of the show i'm like crab walking in like like the front of the stage i've i never turned around that whole show because like my you know my like i don't know my nintendo underwear was like flying out behind me oh man hell yeah yeah, that's fucking hilarious Yeah, I've split my pants a couple of times. Well, I used to like I used to weigh about forty pounds more than I do now, and I used to yeah I've split my pants multiple times. Yeah, and there was a whole period of my life where I was doing no underwear. I was just like I was rocking commando. <laughs> I was rocking commando from like '03 until like '06. What remember you- remember that kids when when yeah. getting in front of uh, a your favorite band uh, and they're about to stage dive. Yeah, just remember that. What what <laughs> made you? What was the decision? What made you go like you know what? No underwear for the next three years. It was my old bass player. Um, he just was like, I don't wear underwear. And I'm just like, well, that guy's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like he, he had, a, I just was like, well, fuck it. I guess if that dude doesn't wear underwear, like I'm not going to wear underwear. And I just stopped wearing underwear. But I got in this relationship and I got real comfortable. And so I, I wasn't wearing underwear, but I also like would wear the same pants. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing motherfuckers don't understand about when you go commando. And you wear the same pair of pants over and over again. It, like you're pretty much rubbing your bare naked ass on the same piece of fabric over and over again. To, to me, like underwear is important for two things. You you have to cradle your balls and get a little bit of support in the testicles, A. And then B, I don't want – I wear the same pair of pants like every single day. I don't want to be rubbing my fucking yep. – 
butthole up yep. against the same fabric over and over again, yeah. day in day out. So you got to change your underwear. I wear uh, yeah boxer briefs, Hanes boxer briefs. Yep, yep. yep. I agree. With uh, that. I wear uh, me undies. They are legitimately the most comfortable oh, yeah, pair of like uh, underwear that uh, I've ever owned. What I own a whole bunch of them. Is it the fabric? What differentiates me? It's the, it's the softness of the fabric. M- modal? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> micro model. This episode of the Topless Robot Podcast brought is brought to you, to you by, by MeUndies. <laughs> With micro model. MeUndies. Your balls have never felt safer or more comfortable. They're, they're, they allow you to breathe, and they are made from sustainable micromodal material. Is that, do they actually, is that one of their selling points? That well, yeah, I just said, that's, what, that's what uh, Bill Burr says about it whenever he does the ads. Yeah. Uh, and there's one where. Oh, Bill Burr is a, a he, proponent of it. He sings, well, like, he'll make up songs. And they there's somebody, yeah. Yeah, they somebody put piano, they like, to him. a song he just improved. And it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, my balls have never felt uh, more consistently good in, in a pair of underwear. And uh, I don't, like, especially walking around the NAMM floor for five fucking days, four yeah. or five days. Uh, the chafing, chafing yeah. doesn't happen. You know, yeah. it's the, the potential for chafe is high, <laughs> but the chafe yeah. never comes. Yep. Well, thank you, me undies. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of balls and butts. Yeah, Ryan we're not actually sponsored, but. Ryan and I are really uh, all about uh, bidets and Japanese toilets. Oh, For me, yes. Japanese oh, yes. toilets. And we were Can talking I tell about a quick earlier. story about that? Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay. I feel terrible sitting next to these gentlemen because I actually went to Japan where there was a bidet because I was, I was dating a Japanese woman at, at one point in my life. And in 2011, she flew me to Japan. Fuck. And, and I was over there. Oh, for, yeah. I was I over there for that. About, I was over there for about 10 days mm-hmm. and I did not even ask. Ah, dude. Let alone I, I, and I'm a, I'm a wet wipe dude. So you think ah, you think dude. one step beyond wet wipes would be? <laughs> it's even better. Yeah, it really is. It really so, is. So I, I just feel terrible because I have never used a bidet once in my life, and I was actually in a country where I was privy. And one was in my presence, and I just didn't even. And you ask. almost, you almost yeah. stayed at my house, and you're gonna probably. And you stay have at him. crashed in my place yeah. countless times. I've always, had, I've had bidets uh, on those toilets. Look, since. dude, the well, next time, the next time you stay with either of happen. us, like yeah. let's do it. Let's you know live what? stream it. Let's All fucking right. figure well, it out. I'm down. We'll, we'll 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 facilitate you treating your butthole right. Yeah. Okay. Because like once you get used to it, and then you're pooping at work, and you're like you're looking at the the just the toilet paper, and like toilet paper is terrible. What are we fucking barbarians? Like yeah. Like, you know, oh God, I hate, I hate the fact. I don't use toilet paper. I hate the fact that like bidets are so commonplace in other parts of the world. And then here it's like, like, what is this shit? I don't do that. I'm also saying that. My butt holy water. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Where they are in a constant state of drought. But you know what? Uh, One of the, one of the biggest awesome things about Japanese toilets uh, is that they, they had this whole design, uh, contest to see like if they could figure out a way to use less water on the japanese toilets and almost all the japanese toilets that you buy in the house right you have the bidet feature you have all that shit but then when you flush the toilet there is a uh, like a spout uh like a like a faucet on the top of the toilet that only activates when you flush and it refills the top of the tank you use that to wash your hands. Yeah, I've seen it's that. Gray, yeah, because it's just gray that. water. Yeah, like that's mm. standard, like almost everywhere, and that's so fucking smart. smart. Yeah, you know? super smart. Like, why don't super, we have super, that? Super why don't we have toilet technology? Mm. I want toilet technology <laughs> because uh, our tax dollars are going to bomb other countries for their natural uh, resources. No, and and also uh, instead, our government is uh, busy telling us to shit less. Or uh, flush more. You ain't gonna get me to shit or, less. No, no, girl. not flush more. It was shit less. I think. Shit well, less, isn't, isn't that what Trump said? Flush oh, more, shit less. Shit less. <laughs> flush more, shit less. And, and now we've come back to the Ukraine problem. <laughs> we've come full circle. Okay, so I want to talk real quickly about a conversation I overheard, uh, and I thought it was a very American conversation today in the gym. And there's always very weird conversations that occur in the in the locker room, the men's locker room at the gym. Right. This this gentleman was talking to another gentleman about cancer and how his dad 
had died of colon cancer. And I was thinking to myself, well, my father, you know, he died of colon cancer as well. So I was immediately intrigued to hear what they were talking about. And he's like, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, so I went to the same doctor that my dad went to to, to make sure that he would like go up my butthole. And, uh, you know, I, as queer as that sounds, it's like, I wanted to make sure that I didn't have colon cancer. So who better to go up my ass than the doctor that went on my dad's ass. And he's like, it sounds kind of gay. I know, but I just, and so that was the whole conversation was like, <laughs> It was weird to me because he was talking about this. The I need the guy who went up my dad's ass. Wow! To go up my ass as gay as that sounds, and I was like, and and I was thinking to myself, but he had to keep referencing that. I know that sounds gay, but I'm just like, well, actually, if you think about it, that's actually the way to go because you share a genetic. You you know you share a, a, what's sure that makes sense yeah that yeah. is makes logical the, the doctor sense. gets up there and like I've however seen, I've seen this before yeah. his reasoning is not that right <laughs> well I don't even think it's his reason I just think it's it's funny that like men in America if they're talking about something that makes total sense but they have to just throw in the I know that sounds gay yeah they but, they need but, to throw in the no homo but it's literally no. but it's like everything about being in the locker room of of, of a gym is totally gay oh super gay <laughs> yeah it's just also, a bunch of, why do you think a lot of like gay pornos are set in like dudes lockers because it's, it's because <laughs> it's the hottest gay. place in the world also, like dudes in general all dudes just need to get more fucking comfortable with their own sexuality and That's, stop thinking that any every single thing is questioning or putting their their sexuality up for no questions. because all he could have said to this dude is he could have just been like you know okay so my father died of colon cancer and so i went to the same doctor just to make sure that you know because we're from the same for from the same what's it called lineage, lineage. yeah 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 was that bloodline sounds more so we're from yeah. the same bloodline with the same <laughs> anus i wanted to make sure that my anus didn't suffer the same perilous <laughs> consequence <laughs> i shan't i shan't be, be, be he's like as homosexual as that might sound <laughs> it actually is a very practical line of thinking <laughs> but, but he anyway. didn't even have to prep it he didn't even have to say that he's like i i you know i felt like uh, like getting a checkup you know because my dad died of colon cancer so i went to my doctor yeah. like why do you have to add in all all those extra things like because well, when you're in when you're in a room with a bunch of fucking dudes washing their balls you have to say i'm not gay i'll swear but yeah. like, honestly though uh i think that it's it's perfectly appropriate to make the joke of like now he's been in by both me and my dad well yeah. and it, you know like but leave it at that i thought not that was like, funny not then throw in no homo yeah. or some variation of that you know but but there's I have a million examples and I, I'm I'm not gonna yeah. like being going to welcome a, to the inappropriate locker room conversation podcast yeah no seriously there could be a whole podcast just on that because it's hilarious if you, if you don't <laughs> if you don't have noise canceling headphones and you're just listening to other people's conversations it's 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 hilarious is that why you bought those today like did that, I bought com- them, did no. that conversation be like all right noise canceling headphones no i, bu- <laughs> I bought noise canceling headphones be- uh, well no i bought uh bluetooth headphones because i was riding my bike yesterday and i almost like ran into traffic because the my wire wrapped around my knee and pulled oh, oh, jesus shit. yeah yeah and i'm just like okay it's about time i go bluetooth so. yeah yeah and on top of that, what's crazy about these headphones that I got, they were, they were only like 60 or $70, but they actually have like bass response mm-hmm. and they sound amazing. I've like put on, I put on some like newer music that has like sub bass mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm like, dude, these like, these have bumps, dude. It's great. <laughs> but, but it's just wild to me because for the, you know, for the longest time, I just had these like crappy $15 Sony wraparound. Yeah. Uh, I know. Headphones. I know the ones that you're talking about that yeah. go around the back here. Yeah. It's got the plastic. Just, that yeah. Just super yeah. cheap. But like to, to put on some actually like, uh, you know, they cover your ears. So they, they, uh, uh, what's the word? It's not noise canceling, but it's, Sure. Muffling. It's yeah, 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 it keeps like it muffles the noise. Yeah, yeah. It's over ear. Yeah. It's just so the, the sound quality is amazing. Yeah. The future's now. It's 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 really quite a weird time to be alive. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. Especially considering we're all about to die. Yep. At some point, yeah. It's yeah, gonna no. happen. I was thinking about that today. I was walking around, I'm like, I'm like, you know, Neil, like 
like enjoy it while you can because sooner than we think if uh because of the situation in ukraine no the ukrainian situation uh, yeah. in iran uh, well i think there's so many situations that could potentially be our demise it's just pick one which one yeah. is it going to be is it going to be climate change is it going to be world war three climate change is less uh is not as uh looming as uh the iran thing you think so uh climate change they've said that uh we um we have four if, if years we change nothing uh-uh. <laughs> if we change nothing we've got until uh 2100 uh to uh let's see well i don't have to, plan not, to not die yeah i don't plan on having children so fuck it's yeah, like i'm not having kids by I, if, if i remember let's right, light this aluminum if up i remember it. right it was saying like by the year 2100 uh there will uh be have been a three degree shift i mean if we change nothing i think now. i think what we should do three three, i think what we should do is we should just do what what happened in in like the second highlander movie and we just cover the entire world with like a uh like a like a yellow sheath <laughs> that keeps out that keeps out the climate change you know what we should um, do and then and then you know everybody gets all depressed because it's like we're living in a yellow world and everything's terrible and we that. should do what kurt russell did at the end of escape from la and we should just fucking hit the button that makes technology <laughs> go back to the dinosaurs <laughs> just get rid of it all in one click <laughs> and, then, and then kurt russell just walks away slowly hell oh, yeah dude snake Pliskin. snake Pliskin. <laughs> okay that that's that's an amazing snake Pliskin is an amazing name um but I, and and ryan got to meet this guy today uh i was i was in oh a, yeah i was in a band out in la uh, i guess i am still in this band uh it's kind of more like a like a recording project but it's an elon musk power metal tribute project you called, told me about this yeah. called raptor command the the yeah. basis the basis <laughs> name and this is his like actual on his driver's license not a stage name like this is his birth certificate name. birth certificate name is wait for it <coughs> Jericho Law. Nice. You know? <laughs> that's so fucking cool. And it's and the guitarist's star. name is and this uh, again, birth name, Deacon Lacrosse. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, some and that, strong name, yeah. you know, strong name. It's like then you've J- got Ty Christian. J- Ty Christian, nice to meet you. How's everybody doing? I, well, I just like to sing songs about renewable energy, right? <laughs> Come on, everybody, and a one, and a two, and a three. Well, they definitely won the lottery because you know a name is something you you don't even get to choose. Yeah, right. right. So and he looks like a fucking Jericho law. Like the dude yeah. looks badass. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, and what amount of that do you think was informed by having been born dude, with I that was, name? If I was you, born you, with Jericho, you have a lot to live up to. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to. Yeah. I'd get fucking have to tattoos awesome. everywhere and like be ripped too. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, Jericho like, fucking be- law. Jerry Gala, what are you going to be when you grow up? I must be awesome. <laughs> I must be jacked. Jerry Gala. He's the dude with the attitude. Jerry Gala. Jerry Gala, coming at you at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, only on Fox 20. Damn it, Jericho, you don't play by the rules because I don't have to. Jerry Gala. Oh, it's man. in the name. <laughs> <laughs> He's breaking down walls. That's oh law. God, that's amazing. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool. You you are in a band with strong named men. Jericho Law. <laughs> are they are they beautiful boys? They're gorgeous, <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> gorgeous, wonderful, rippling in the sun, <laughs> rippling supple, Lord, supple, supple boys, supple beautiful boys. You know, I think it's only fitting that Thor has like really bad banter, like <laughs> because he is an interesting dude. Yeah, he I is mean, a real interesting dude. I mean, I think if anything, that would just adds to the live experience. Just like, a, oh, it totally does. Just some like awkward Thor, you know. You know, yeah. and like consider. Okay, I will say this: like, like real talk. Considering, you know, his background, and considering the albums, and considering like the the, the movies and stuff like that. The first time I saw him, I went into this going like, "Who boy? Like, what is <laughs> this? Is and you know, I mean, and and he's he's like." He's he's not a spring chicken. Like he's an older dude at this point. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is that that's not necessarily. Is he in his fifties or early sixties? I mean, early sixties. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And 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 so I went to this first show going like, "Who boy?" You know. And then he gets out there 
and 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 I see these show. He fucking kicked ass live. Yeah, his live show was awesome. Yeah. He was really good, and 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 it like blew me away. I was, I, you know, my expectations were like super down here, and then he came out with like this, and I'm like, man, this guy's good. Like his banter, not so great, but everything else, like fucking amazing. I That's think, the thing. You get a weird banter, but if you got a, a kick ass band, then that makes yeah, up for a lot. Well, and I think, like you said, just like you said, like the banter actually added to it because yeah. now we have this thing that we're just saying for the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he uh, <laughs> supplemented your life with hilarity. Yeah. So, Thank you, Beautiful boys. You, I have given you the supplements. <laughs> the gifts uh, gift of beautiful supple boys. Mints. <laughs> supple boymints. Ah. Supple oh, minty Lord. boys. Oh, God. It's so I'm, good. It's I so, got this so restless good. leg thing down to, on this podcast. And, uh, I mean, you, you've all heard that Anchor is his middle name. Anchor is his middle Have you seen his music videos? It's been a minute. I've seen yeah. a bunch, though. Yeah, I've uh, only really seen the one that documentary they had out where it oh, okay. around. Fun fact yeah, about the documentary, the documentary at the very beginning, where they're talking about that he used to be oh, a, porn, a porn actor and all that sort of stuff, right? <laughs> uh, and they might have fixed it in Netflix, but like when I watched it when it like came out initially, they had all these you know pictures of him like like porn pictures, like nude, you know him like the 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 shots of like the what the promo shots that he would like send around, you know, for his porn acting thing. And they had like a bunch of them, and I think they had like a, a a layout. There was one shot where it was a layout, and they had a bunch of like ones, a bunch of big ones, and then down in the corner there was a real little one. Right? They blurred out his dick in every single shot, except for the very small one down in the corner. <laughs> they forgot to blur out his dick. The first time I met him, you know, I'm like, "Hey, seen your dick." <laughs> Well, when I met Ron Jeremy, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Because, okay, when I, when I first discovered pornography and sex and all that, I was in middle school and it was like pre-internet. So, there was a magazine that got passed around my middle school. Wow. Like everyone kind of like, it got passed around <laughs> to the different friend groups. And it was it was straight up, it was a porno mag from the 70s that just like took stills from adult movies. And Ron Jeremy was like in a lot of the films. So, I remember like being, just first learning about what sex was and seeing Ron Jeremy fucking like... I was like 12, yeah. 13, but it was pre-internet. It was, it was like mid nineties. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so when I finally sat down with Ron Jeremy, he got flown out to do this event that we were doing in Detroit where he was like, he was hosting a pimp and hoe party that downtown Brown was playing at. I just remember being like, Hey, hey, sir! You taught me about sex, which, yeah. which, which it kind of did. And I just remember being like, "This guy's really hairy." Like that was my initial thought. And, like, and then, I'm yeah, like, they call him the hedgehog. And I'm like, "Oh, that's what fucking is." Because my father never sat me down and had that conversation with me. He was uh, too busy watching golf to uh, explain to me the birds and the bees. So thank you, Ron Jeremy, a for teaching me about sex, and thank you, B, Ron Jeremy, for explaining to me. And passing down the wisdom that ketchup is good for your prostate. Because that's what he told me at the Coney Island restaurant. Is that ketchup is good for he your goes, prostate? He goes, you know, they say that ketchup is good for your prostate. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> that's a Did great he? run, Jeremy. He, he's also narcoleptic. <laughs> really? Yeah, we, uh, we're driving around in a limo with him. And uh, uh, he there was a mixed CD that we were playing inside the limo. And uh, it, one of the songs on it was Queen, mm-hmm. Somebody to Love. Mm-hmm. And he demanded that we play it on repeat. And he was just like staring out the window of the limousine, like longingly as Freddie Mercury was doing the song. Somebody to love. But Ron Jeremy would go from longingly staring out the window to being totally passed out with his tongue hanging out. And it was hilarious because he was given an Altoid. Like he asked for an Altoid yeah. earlier in the in the limo ride. Yeah. And when his tongue was hanging out, the alto was like perfectly placed in the center of his tongue. <laughs> so, so Ron Jeremy's like having this contemplative moment staring out the window. And then he like all of a sudden is like passed out with an altoid on his tongue. <laughs> but, but he was shifting from like both. Right? Yeah. And then he'd be like, play it. He'd like wake come to be like, play that song again. And then he'd be like, play it again. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that's surreal. That was when I hung out around Jeremy. That's the man weird. who taught that's me about really fucking. Weird. I'm sure, he, like he has to have gotten that before. Like people have have to have been like, you uh, you taught me sex. Well, what what's weird is we. I, I'm pretty sure I want to say like sixty to eighty percent of boys probably learn about fucking from watching porn. Absolutely, because. 
I, well, I don't know. I don't I don't even know if that could even be a perfect statistic or even like close. But, of course. But, but I, I know for me, for me, like I never was. My mom just said, now sex is what happens when two people love each other and, and magic happens and fairy dust and wings and it's a beautiful thing shared by two people who care about each other. That was her explaining sex to me. And my dad just was like, click, click. I don't remember like, ever having it like my neither my mom nor my dad. I don't remember. So no one explains that. So you had to yeah. figure it out. My yeah. parents yeah. gave me a fucking like a picture book, but what? like like a, like an animated. That's that's an animated picture. And I, I think that's I, more I, than my parents. Yeah. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but uh, what I did uh, learn from someone else is uh, uh, one of my dick. one of my friends. Uh, <laughs> told me about masturbation. Oh, I when learned I about that little, a, vi- a video in when, school. When I was a little kid uh, having a sleepover, my buddy was just... And this this was a multiple stage thing, right? So I got stories. Because uh, <laughs> it started with, you know, I'm sleeping over at my buddy's house. And he goes, dude, if you spit in your hand and put it around your dick, it feels really good. <laughs> I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> dude. Well, you did it right so, then and there? Yeah. Like in front of him? We were, it was the lights off and That's we were, we were hot, sleepover. Man. Sweet, man. Oh, the lights are off. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's lights off. I remember and, having sleepovers you know, and, t- and talking to my young friends. And I, re- I remember there were, I have a very vivid memory of, uh, I was like, we were talking about this girl that we liked on this, this whitewater river rafting mm. trip we went. And this is before any of us had busted a nut. Yeah. But I remember like we were talking about her and I was just like laying on my stomach and like humping the bed. And it just came like, it was a natural thing. Sure. Like I didn't know what masturbation even was at this point, yeah. but I knew that if I thought about this girl that I liked and started humping the bed, it felt good. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, I would used to hump the Feed bed. the monkey. Used to hump the bed. <laughs> I have a, if we could, if we, but yeah, if we, go into, <laughs> if we want to get into like discovering the, Matt, the uh, discovering our penis discussion, we could have a whole fucking hour and a half. Penis cast. But yeah, in, in, in my case, uh, you know, with the, the whole masturbation thing, movement wasn't discovered until later. Oh, you're just, you're just grasping. You're just holding just it. Grasping, just holding it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So no movement. Movement came later. Movement movement was a later to, discovery. To me, movement was always part of the equation. I just didn't realize until I was in middle school that like if you move it a whole lot, that something happens. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? That was something that was explained to me by another another boy. Like if you move it enough, it spits. Oh so, my god! Um, I, I've always been an internet nerd, so like I I you know. I learned pretty much everything, even like, and I know we were saying. We're I didn't have the internet. All well, of this, I know, I know what you're saying, like mid, like mid nineties. Well, okay, yeah, but how before internet? Because like there was fucking Prodigy. No, this is before Prodigy. Well, you people when, are old farts. I'm talking ninety three. Yeah, I'm, how old are you? So I'm uh, thirty five. Okay, thirty seven. So there's not that much of a difference. Yeah. See, well, I had fucking internet. I learned all about this with the internet. I didn't. Uh, the first time I sorry. ever saw dial-up internet, I was in eighth grade, so it was like ninety four. So and it, was, it was prodigy. Yeah. I was I was in fifth grade uh, with dial-up internet, but I, I was in third grade when yeah. I learned how to masturbate. Okay, well, I was not masturbating in third. You were in advanced class. You were, you were in the. You, you got an early genius, start, bro. You were in the genius like class of of uh, of of wanking it. You were you were like a captain. You were a captain. I was a of pioneer. The, you were a pioneer. You were captain of the wank of the wank field. Uh, the wank ball <laughs> wank ball field. I mean, like you were you were really flogging that uh, dolphin. Uh, even when the dolphin was a was a what, what is it a young dolphin a pup. A, a supple, beautiful a boy. Supple, beautiful boy. <laughs> uh, what do they call young dolphins? What is what is a young dolphin called? A calf, a pup, a, a calf. I think a calf. Okay, you were in you were in dolphin calf flogging the calf. That's what you were <laughs> you were flogging that calf. Yeah, I just yeah. remember. I remember I was in third grade in Mrs. Henriksen's class, and I re- I remember I would just like I would get a little miniature, you know, Neil Boner, yeah. and I would. I would put a pad, like you know do you remember the desks where it's the wood top and then it's the I don't know if aluminum or steel yeah, yeah 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 okay and what I would do is I didn't and know, they go like Arr! yeah exactly I didn't I didn't know what I was doing but I would put a, a wedge of pencil in between myself and the desk and just kind of wiggle around <laughs> what you, so you were oh, okay this is weird wow man. yeah this took a wow. this took a really weird turn yeah it really did yeah, yeah and, and that, on that note. 
Uh, we. Uh, I mean, is it weird? No. Is well, it, no. I don't I mean, think like, so. It's, it's, it's like, a, but we have legitimately gotten towards the end of the podcast. Yeah. Oh no, because it's just getting good. <laughs> We're just starting to talk about our third grade masturbation ritual. Well, that's the thing is I didn't even know what masturbation was. All I knew is like here, like there's this thing that's connected to me, and it 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 acts like. What's it called? Involuntarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's this thing that's acting involuntarily, and when I touch it, it like I want to touch it more. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. That is evolution in action. Yep. It's just you know, I didn't. No one ever explained it to me. I just had to figure it out on my own, and with yep. Ron Jeremy's help. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Well, um, since uh, we have gotten to the end of the pie, I think everyone uh, already sort of said where you can be found, I think. Yo, but uh, let's just do it again. Do, do, yo, do, I'm do. Ty. I'm the singer for Lords of the Trident. Go to Lords of the Trident.gov. Uh, Lords of Trident.net. I want to uh, talk more about what we were talking about. We'll do a Trident. Um, yeah, lordsofthetrident.com. If you really uh, like what we're doing, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Lords of the Trident. We are the number one uh, unsigned metal band on Patreon. We are the number one most funded uh, for a reason because we put out a whole crap ton of content. And so if you like uh, like stuff like this or you like, you know, other metal related stuff, go there. Patreon.com slash Lords of the Trident. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, dude. we got a new record on Spotify called Yeah, Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Check out Downtown Brown. We've been playing music for almost 20 years, and we have a lot of content on the internet. And uh, yeah, yeah. And I do a podcast called Subcast with Neil P, where we are going to further delve into this whole like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's an interesting subject because most people I talk to, they they discover their bodies without even knowing what it is at a really early age. And like, yeah, I got to talk. I'll talk to my, I'm going to have Allie on. We'll, we'll have a big, long conversation. She's freaky. She was getting freaky with herself probably like when in grade school and stuff. So, uh, and uh, are we early bloomers or is that what everyone goes through? I, think I have no idea. I think you are early bloomers. I think you are early bloomers. The anyway. earliest, when the earliest thing, like I got, uh, my mom walked in on me. Uh, when I was three years old, uh, mad playing, early playing with yeah. a, f- a friend, like a family friend's, uh, you know, uh, girl who was like a- around my age, playing with her butt. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. You were like, the See, cap- I never got. You were, you were in the genius class, man. You were like, you were the captain of the wank ball field. I mean, like that's that's what it was. <laughs> well, uh, but yeah, on, on subcast. Uh, uh, Neil will t- talk more about uh, penis and discovery and, uh, <laughs> about and all that, that stuff. Well, I, I, just, I just think as human beings, you know, we are given things that operate. You can you can <laughs> go to Subcast for that and interviews with uh, people like uh, HR from Bad Brain. We do not talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> with HR. And uh, Monkey from Addicts and... Uh, uh, all kinds of we've had some notable guests, people, but just mostly weirdos, you know. Yeah, just trying to talk, talk about life and whatnot. What was the name of the Denny's band? Wacko. Or? Yeah, there's a band that went viral recently, uh, playing a Denny's, and they were on the show. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we talked about Insane Clompas. That was one of the one of the the most interesting. Just that that group of kids is incredibly. Oh, they they're special. Yeah, and I I mean that like. Literally, they're just a special group of people. Yeah. So, and the support that they get from from Duder's dad, like just how in in oh, it's it cute. is, is fucking great. It really is an inspiring thing to see. You know, here here's this like hardcore, like uh, what, what do they call a power violence or like a power violence band? Yeah. And uh, but their like mascot is this man in his sixties that like was around for Woodstock and he's just like, these are great kids and I bought them a van yeah, and they're doing great things. And it's their what? Their bass players dad. Yeah. And but it's just lovely. Is yeah. it? The sentiment was, it was very, uh, I, well, I, I just told him on the podcast. I'm like, well, you know, I wish my father supported my artistic endeavors like this. That would have been very nice. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> all we want ultimately is for our dads and moms to be proud of us. Yep. 
And to come home from getting cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. Please come home. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm going to end it there. Thank you, everybody, for watching and or listening. Keep an eye out for the B-Side uh, podcast, which is myself and Ty and Sarah Longfield and Glenn, Glenn Fricker. Fricker and Colin, Colin Scott. Scott. Uh, and that was a lot of fun as well. Notable so, guests. I'm so tired. Uh, we will be back to <laughs> our normal uh, podcasting group uh, next next week. Except I'm the new Tyler now. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Again.